And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today we're talking about brand ambassadors. But first, thank you so much to everyone who supported the company thus far. For those of you who haven't, please go check us out on our website, murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co to see amazing pictures and learn all about our company. All of our books are assembled here in uh, Milwaukee and are made from domestic and imported parts. If you're curious about what that means, feel free to listen to our yesterday's episode about Made in USA and all of the, uh, the rules that go along with that. Or you can feel free to check us out on our social media at mariecreative.co on Instagram and Facebook to see some amazing pictures and uh, kind of keep up to date. So follow us on all of our platforms to really stay in the loop. All right, so today we're talking about brand ambassadors. What does that really mean? Well, In short, a brand ambassador is someone who represents a brand in the public's eye and works to kind of promote them in a way. Oftentimes, they'll either receive uh, free merchandise or kickbacks from the revenues that they generate or other things along those lines. One of the stories that I always liked about one of the original brand ambassadors actually goes back to 1936. The Summer Olympics were in Berlin. The Nazi swastika flew over the stadiums and Hitler was proving to everyone before... He actually came to real power in the the late 30s with the war um, that he wanted to prove this was his opportunity to prove that the German Aryan race was the best out there, although they kept losing. One of the prime examples of this was a black man, son of a sharecropper and grandson of a slave who was wearing a special kind of shoes made by a German shoemaker, Adolf Dossler, also known as Adi Dossler. He actually won the 100 meters, the 200 meters, the long jump, and the 400, uh, 4x400 or 4x100 meter relay. And uh, he really actually created essentially an icon at the time around the idea because he wore the specific shoes that he attributed to some of his success. He was very proud of his shoes. And at the time, it was, uh, it was just crazy to think that, you know, a German shoe manufacturer supported this African-American man in his quest to beat the Germans. Well, that company actually grew up to become a very famous company that uh, is often referred to by the founder's name, which was a little shortened at the time, known as Adidas. That company and Nike actually got into a lot of uh, a big battle over brand ambassadors, and you can re- listen to all about that if you're like a big fan of uh, podcasts. One of the ones that I personally listen to, no sponsorship here, just a big fan of the show, and I want to promote them. It's called Business Wars by a company called Wondery. They're amazing. Go search Business Wars, and you can listen all about the rivalry bef- between Nike and Adidas that goes way back then. And that's uh, that was an awesome opportunity for me to really learn about how that the histories of companies that I didn't know much about. But anyway, so they became uh, big companies that would often promote their company by finding people who were icons, rappers, artists, uh, sports athletes, all of these different kinds of people, and they would have them wear their product. They would give them promotions and all sorts of things like that that would help encourage to incentivize them to sell. Now, modern day, that world has grown and expanded just incredibly, and now we have people on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all over the place on social media who are now influencers and social media experts. Now, this is an awesome opportunity for small businesses, really, because you don't need as much 
investment. You don't need as big of an operation to be able to get involved with these smaller influencers is kind of what we call them now. So brand ambassadors in our world, in uh, in the Murdy Creative Company, was something we kind of got started a little while back, and we haven't actually done a lot with the program, mostly because we've just had so much on our plate. There's been so much to do, and I've been working really hard on uh, kind of working on building the company in other ways. And now I think we're going to be pushing this heavily as we kind of come into the Christmas season when... For practical reasons, of course, because at some level, um, advertising on a lot of these platforms becomes very expensive during the Christmas season as a lot of people start doing it. So the demand goes up and so the supply is relatively stagnant and that causes the price to go up. So for us, we're working on building our brand ambassador program for both practical reasons and the reasons of, of course, the community. We want to be able to showcase the product being used by all sorts of people in all sorts of different ways. So... First and foremost, if you are someone out there who's got a following and you're looking to uh, to be part of the program, we, we would love to reach out and talk with you. We'd love to chat with you about uh, ways we can help uh, help you make a little bit of money and promote the company. And uh, for those of you who have over 5,000 followers on Instagram or on YouTube or things along those lines, you actually can qualify to get a free book as part of our brand ambassador program. So feel free to reach out to us and we'll, uh, we'll be happy to, to work with you. Anyway, so more importantly about brand ambassador programs, I think for a lot of the, the business community that may be listening to this is kind of the how do we start one or what is involved or what are the things I need to know. First and foremost, with a brand ambassador program, and this is something that has kind of been the reason why we've kind of been slow, slow to the draw on this, is you want to be able to have a good agreement with your brand ambassadors. Now, this is a fine tightrope line to walk. To be honest, most brand ambassadors, most influencers, I think are aware and understand what they're getting into. But at the same time, you want to be able to, to, to engage them in somewhat of a legally binding contract, but at the same time, not make it so complicated or so difficult that they feel like they are in intimidated by that. Perfectly reasonable, perfectly understandable on both sides of it. We want to protect ourselves and we want to protect and they want to protect themselves and all of this is part of it. So my recommendation for people who are looking to uh, start a band brand ambassador program, let's come up with a short list of kind of rules, I would say guidelines. You know, you don't want it to be the kind of thing where it's truly like a this is a, a legal binding contract and we're going to take you to court and all of those other things. And for us, that's been been something we've been working on developing. And then there's also how do you sign people up and how do you make it so that you can develop a, a program that isn't just um, everyone gets gets in or, or everyone has, um, you know, the, the same weight because that can be somewhat frustrating to some people. But for us, we... Um, the little agreement that we wrote up that we're working on kind of trying to get all of our brand ambassadors that have already kind of been part of it early on before we really codified it. Um, for them, we actually have been working on trying to get this agreement that we kind of wrote up to be signed and kind of all everyone's on the same page. And for us, we got a couple of things. Number one, obviously, the contractor shall support, sell, shall support and reflect the company in the best light and both parties reserve the right to execute the dissolution of this agreement in accordance with Section 9 at any point for any reason. So really, when it comes right down to it, we want to be able to say that, you know, if you go off the rails, think someone like Logan Paul, and you start doing things that make us look bad as a brand, we understand and you understand that we're going to have to terminate that relationship. So it's a little bit of an incentive for everyone to obviously do their best to represent everyone well. We have a couple of other things in ours, um, like Section 5, any part of this agreement can be changed at any point with the agreement of both parties, kind of standard things. Open, honest, and transparent communication will occur between the parties to ensure proper representation. Both parties will work in good faith to not undermine or subvert the other party. A lot of these other things um, that are kind of just standard good policy 
things. I think that they're pretty clear, pretty easy, and the goal is to help people feel comfortable being part of the program while also helping kind of set forth some of these rules. Now, with our brand ambassador program, we are working on developing what we call a 10-10 program. So for our brand ambassadors who are the right the right mix, the right make, all of these kinds of things that would be good for our audience. We want to be able to say that, you know, you get a 10% off discount for your people. You give them their code, and when they use your code at checkout, they get 10% off, and you get 10% of their sale as an incentive for those people. Now, for a small business looking and figuring out, well, why, you know, you're giving away margin here, why would you do that? Well, for us, it's simple. That's about what we would probably spend on advertising for our advertising budget to bring people in. I mean, that's that's what it costs us to sell a book if we just did advertisements on various platforms. So for us, the goal is to say, A, this is good for building our community. This helps bring people into the fold. This helps them as influencers support themselves. We want them to be able to be self-sufficient entrepreneurs. That's all about, that's what this is all about. So we want to encourage them and provide them with some level of stability and support. And we want them to obviously be able to represent us well and bring in clients that we would have not never been able to reach. And for them, a lot of times, it's easier because we have a good product. We have a solid product that's something that's relatively easy to, to sell because it's so versatile, it's so powerful as a, as a tool, and it's so uh, universally uh, accepted. So that's where I'm really excited to be able to work on building our brand ambassador program. If you have any issues or concerns about that, feel free to reach out to us, send us a message. Uh, we're happy to talk with you. You can contact us on our contact form at our website, meridicreative.co, or you can find us on Instagram. You can hit the text message button and shoot me a text message directly to my phone. Um, anyway, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, Dana Life. So today's segment on Dana Life is I'm actually going to talk about what I did was I, I've been working really hard today getting back to a lot of our brand ambassadors. For those of you who've you know, signed up or been part of our brand ambassador program previously. I'm sorry that I have not been very good at communicating with you. That's on me. That's just part of the reality of uh, this being so busy. So I'm working right now today on getting back, or, or yesterday I should say, on getting back to all of the, the people on the brand ambassador agreement and kind of working on getting that all sorted out and clarified and, you know, try, trying to create good records to, to stay, to state who's got, uh, you know, what kind of uh, a following and that helped us kind of keep track of our growth and direction that we're kind of going in. So, when we work on all of these things, uh, we appreciate your patience and, and continual conversation and communication with us. If you've got any reason why you uh, you think that there is some concern or something we should be aware of, please be uh, please be, feel free to contact us. One other final note for people looking to start a brand ambassador agreement and those people who are influencers: if you're a company and you've got someone like an influencer who is a who is an independent contractor, according to the government. They, unless they're selling you their services, which really is not really the case in this situation, they are considered an independent contractor. If you pay them more than $600 in one year, you have to issue them a 1099 miscellaneous tax form. Now, that requires a lot of information that, are, that would be relatively sensitive information. So the way we handle that is we say, the first $599 you make, we're going to send to you via Venmo or PayPal. And then we're going to hold every dime after that until you get us back this inf important information for us to send you your tax form. Uh, and that's how we deal with that. Anyway, if you've got other questions or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. If not, please subscribe on the button below and then uh, come check back in tomorrow for our next episode. Thank you so much. Have a great day and bye.